This is Paul Mackey, an idiot trembling on the precipice of the future. I'm going to talk through options for what I will do following dog days, but first, let's look back at another installment of Really Big Things. Jeremy was spooked by Buff, I mean, a blonde protagonist, on a big screen television holding a sword and he fled from a bar. We'll see what happens next in Pocahontas. Really Big Things, a serial by Paul Mackey, episode 17, Pocahontas. Chris found Jeremy wandering in the street a couple of blocks from the bar, both arms clutched tightly around his stomach. The cool fall afternoon had given way to a cold fall night. The clouds were low enough to be lit clearly from beneath by even the few lights in Pocahontas, Iowa, and snow flurries were lazily falling. Killed, killed, said Jeremy through chattering teeth. His black t-shirt was no match for the chill. Come on, let's go over here to the park, said Chris, steering Jeremy to a bench while keeping an arm around his shoulders. Jeremy looked up at a large statue of Pocahontas. Not here, he whimpered, trying to rise, but Chris tightened the arm about his shoulders. Chris nodded to Jack, who had caught up with them. Jack pulled off his jean jacket, and Chris helped wrap it around Jeremy, who still had both arms tied around his middle. It's over. I'm finished. I was so wrong, said Jeremy. What are you talking about? asked Chris. You're perfectly safe. Safe? Jeremy's voice rose. Safe? Dead? Killed? Okay, ain't no way the crazy guy's getting in my teepee flap, said Pocahontas. Jack silenced her with a warning glare. Jeremy chuckled. It's good, right? He rocked a little. Not for me, though. Guts slipping out. Not good for Jeremy, but right. Chris tried again. Jeremy, you're fine. You're okay. Okay? I'm dead. Dead. And so cold. Cold. Let's get him back to the room, suggested Jack. He and Chris got Jeremy to his feet one on either side of him, and began to shuffle back to the motel. "'What do you do with that carcass?' mumbled Jeremy, now on the bed in the motel with blankets wound around him. "'What the fuck happened?' asked Eric. "'He thinks he's dead,' said Jack, then quickly added, "'I wonder why?' Lamely, for Chris's benefit. Chris either wasn't listening or didn't have an answer. "'Pottersfield,' muttered Jeremy." Or dump in the woods. Worthless. I don't fucking believe this, said Eric. Jeremy! Eric stood right in front of Jeremy and bellowed, Jeremy! What? Yes? Said Jeremy, focusing finally on Eric. He's totally delusional, said Chris, a pinched and worried look on his face. It's scaring the heck out of me. Listen, Jeremy, said Eric. What are you doing to your friend? Scaring him whimpered Jeremy. You should apologize. Jeremy looked at Chris. I'm sorry, man. Oh, said Chris. It's all right. Just uh, settle down. Now tell him to forget all about tonight. Chris, said Jeremy. Forget this. Tell him to go to his room. Go back to the other room. And he should go to sleep until morning, said Eric. Get some sleep, murmured Jeremy. See you tomorrow. Jack stood back as Chris plodded to the door, yawning. See ya. Dead. 
mumbled Jeremy. Okay, he's gone, said Eric. Good. Now slap him. What? Slap him. I'm getting sick of his whining. Jack crouched by the bed, clapping his palm against the side of Jeremy's face a few times. Jeremy? Eric snorted. What the fuck are you, a fairy princess? Give him a good jolt, your highness. Stop fucking calling me that, said Jack sharply. Good, good, now. Eric made a smacking gesture. A solid slap rang out, and Jack clutched at his burning palm. Ow! Jeremy rubbed at his cheek, blinking. What happened? Eric put his hands on his knees and leaned into Jeremy's face. You fucking flipped out. All better? Jeremy recoiled slightly. Yeah, I guess. Good. Eric straightened up. Jack, we need to talk. He gestured to the bathroom door. My office? All right, I'll put this as plainly as possible, said Eric, scarcely before the door was shut. What the fuck? Jack shrugged. You just called it. He flipped out. Look, all we gotta do is get Jeremy to the door. Ivo said he might have some stability issues. You think? Okay, you're right. Hopefully Jeremy holds together and we get to the door. Then you'll do whatever it is you do. I use Jeremy as a focal point to tune the door to open in a way that Ivo has chosen. Then what? You ask too many fucking questions, Jack. No, I mean it. Chris will want to know what the hell's going on. We'll have Jeremy tell him a cover story that Ivo has worked out and not to worry about it. And what about Jeremy? After we get the door locked down... Look, these things get worked out. I just want to know. Jeremy keeps asking questions and you just grump around and sleep a lot. Look, Jeremy doesn't need to know hardly anything. You need to know even less. I sleep a lot because what I do requires a fair amount of concentrated effort. You ask too many fucking questions, Jack. You've been listening to Really Big Things, a serial by Paul Mackey. Music is Chronodermis by Nanochrist. Find out more at www.nanochrist.com. Send questions or feedback to reallybigthings at gmail.com. Starting off right away, I'll let you know that guest audio is read by Andrea Smarty Hottie, partner to Hugh from two episodes back. Clearly, while there's no longer a black ball of snot pushing him toward bad choices, all is not well for Jeremy's head. I've not been to Pocahontas, Iowa, and in photos, the old teepee having fallen into disrepair was replaced with a newer teepee, and that has no flap, despite what the statue said. Next episode is the last one of book one. There are a few ways this podcast can go next, not to say any of them are necessarily an exclusive path. I have a few Dog Days episodes left with an expanded Superfeed audience, so I'll be taking some time to weigh options aloud and hopefully earn some feedback. I conceive this podcast as a watch-slash-rewatch show, episode by episode, and that core is going to remain. There's a lot of content out there, older content, as well as fresh content daily. One path I originally intended was to watch things I started but never finished for one reason or another. I would start out watching and commenting on episodes that I have seen and then move into the ones fresh to me. I have a few examples. 
I was listening to the Illegal Aliens podcast and watching along on Roswell, the original series. The good folks running the podcast were unable to continue. They got into season two, and I watched a few more episodes ahead of that, then stopped. I think I somewhat intended to wait until I had someone to watch along with, and that could be potentially you, dear listeners. Secondly, I'd want to double-check with Chris and Illyrio for this next one. I listened to their The Last Word podcast about the early Stephen Moffat series Press Gang. The Last Word is excellent, but has been on extended hiatus, I gather, for various lifestyle reasons. I know with my humble format, I could not match their podcast. The TV series has been uploaded to YouTube in the past and was taken down, which also caused an issue with being able to watch it at all. But... I have a Region 2 DVD player now and the box set of Press Gang, so it would be a possibility. The drawback being, of course, that listeners may have no way of watching along with me. I don't want to jinx anything, but it did look recently like a certain tube website has all the episodes on it for the moment. I also have a liking for looking back to things that were out when I was young and not really watching. I watched the first handful of episodes of The Rockford Files when it was on Netflix, and it was pulled from the service. It is available with ads on Amazon Prime now, and I have acquired a DVD box set as well. I haven't started back up watching yet. A potential drawback is there are a significant number of episodes, and sometimes when there are a lot to cover, podcasts have been known to lose steam and go on extended hiatus. Lastly, newer stuff. There's lots of shows in very recent or current release. My family and I have been casual watchers of the MCU and the Disney Plus television shows. I've watched all the episodes of WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki so far. Then we kind of fell off watching anymore. I've seen one Hawkeye and one What If and nothing further. So that's an option. I have seen most but not all of the Defenders shows. It would be harder for me to find a good starting point if I was going to look at those. And lastly... I could grab just about any new show and give it a go if it's on a streaming service I have access to. There's a giant world of media out there, and apparently someone is out there watching each and every show. This has been a bit of a Sunday ramble, I guess. I'd like to ask my fellow podcasters in the Dog Days Facebook group to share their thoughts, or for anybody at all to drop me a message at idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com with their thoughts on this. And meanwhile, I bid you happy hunting. You have been listening to the One Idget's Thoughts on podcast, produced by Paul Mackey in association with Quadruplez.com. Theme music is Too Good by Jack Mangan and is used by permission from him. If you would like to hear other podcasts by me, you might try The Ghostlight Podcast, a completed intro cast about the TV series Slings and Arrows, or Idgetcast, an intro cast for the TV series Supernatural. Both can be found on fine podcasting listening software everywhere or at quadruplez.com. Love is tough, but so are we.